Hi, it's Lydia, and welcome to Lydia Tries, my podcast where I reflect on all the things I learn from trying new things every day, ranging from health and fitness, family life, and discovering your potential. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hello, and welcome to the first official Lydia Tries podcast. I'm nervous, excited. Um, I've re-recorded this first like 30 seconds three times, but I've, I've told myself this is the time no more re-records. I just want it to be authentic and um, unedited because uh, I feel like those are the best podcasts, the ones that are that are not perfect. Um, so I just wanted to also second goal besides uh, just besides just keep recording is I just want to set up the flow for my podcast um I think most of the episodes I'm going to start off with like a a weekly wrap a summary of what is up with life um and then move into my topic for the podcast um I since this is my first one I don't really have like one week or or two weeks however often I do them to cover so I'm just kind of thinking about doing a introduction to who am I and a more detailed story of how I got to where I am now and then going into my topic for today which are going to be my pillars um, which I'm going to talk about later Um, but uh, so that's kind of the flow for today so just to introduce myself I guess I'll just tell my life story in like a short little snidbit Um, I side note is I really love hearing people's life stories. I feel like everybody is a celebrity in some way, not not in like rich and famous, but everyone's life is so interesting to me. Like I want to know wh- how are you were raised and how that influenced you to be who you are today, whether that's positive influences like your parents really influenced you in great ways or how you overcame negative influences from from your childhood I just think it's so interesting to hear how people are so different from the way I grew up Um, and I think that when people can realize how different they are and and then talk about that that's how we grow as a society that's kind of some deep stuff but I just love hearing people's stories and I hope I can get to the point where I can interview people and learn more about um, people I know, people that are different from me, people that are in similar lines of work, different lines of work, Um, because I just think there's so much we can learn from people who are like us and people who are not like us. So um, I I like to share my story um, because it's important to me in, in where I've come from and where I'm going. So Um, I think that's important to start off with my story, which um, I'll probably talk more about as I go throughout this experience because it's kind of a lot to just sit and talk to yourself, you know? Um, But anyway, so I guess, like, start with the basics. Uh, I was born in Jerome, Idaho, and I hate telling people that um, just because when I was in elementary school, you know, you know the jokes about Idaho. So I just hated telling people that. 
Plus, I was born there, and then we moved like three months later to Arizona. So it's kind of like I'm I'm from Arizona, but I mean, I was technically born in Idaho. So I was born in Idaho shortly after I moved to Arizona, and that's kind of where I spent the bulk of my growing up. Um, I had a really amazing childhood um, with a great family, uh, and I moved around a lot. So my parents um, kind of get bored and then they, they like to move um, new places and, and do new things. Um, when I tell people that I've moved, I think like 16 times, they ask, oh, are your parents in the military? I'll say, no, no, not at all. They, they just get bored and they like adventure. So we moved a lot. Um, which is actually not anything compared to my husband, who is 23 and has moved 23 times. So nothing compared to that. But we've moved a lot. Um, and so like my dream was to find a place and live there for the rest of my life and never leave. Because I always felt left out of, of like the in circle of people who have grown up together they know everybody. They know everything about everybody. They have all the connections. Like, if you say, I need a dentist, they're like, oh, I know the best dentist in town because he's been my family dentist for, like, 25 years. So I was always jealous of those people that got to have, like, that kind of community and that kind of connection with where they are. Um, but now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, dang, my kids are cursed because... We've lived in Billings, Montana for less than a year, and I'm already ready for the next adventure. So I feel like my kids are going <laughs> to just grow up moving around a lot. Um, but I just love moving because when I was younger, I didn't understand this, but you get to meet so many different people and experience so many different sides of life that when you stay in one place, um, you don't get to experience. So that's what I've Loved about moving so much. Hated leaving friends because I do move. And then you make friends and you need to leave them. But then you get to make more friends and a new place in a new environment. So there's pros and cons to all of it. Um, so we moved a lot, mostly around Arizona. So we lived a lot in Mesa, Glendale, Phoenix, all those places. Um, and then randomly when I was 15, my parents were like, we're moving to Maryland um, and from someone who's from Arizona, the desert, um, I never really even thought about the East Coast much besides like New York City and, and that kind of stuff. But I didn't think about um, ever me living out there. So when we moved, I was not happy. I had just finished my freshman year of high school and it was a great year. I made some amazing friends and I had a great time, but we had to move. So we moved and I went in with the attitude of, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to make the best out of this experience, um, which I think was very mature of me, not to toot my own horn or anything. Um, so I moved to Maryland and I was n really lonely and I was kind of in a culture shock of just how different things are over in the East Coast, um, just how abrupt people are and kind of how 
um, just how they think over there was different than how I grew up. Um, and it was really hard for me to adapt. Um, eventually I made it through, but I don't think I did very well at the adapting part to just the, just how things are out East. Um, so I started high school my sophomore year at High Point High School in Beltsville, Maryland. And whew, I have a love-hate relationship with that place, mostly hate. Um, but I am grateful for what I learned from going to school there. It definitely toughened me up um, in ways that I wouldn't have experienced if I hadn't lived there. But would I choose for anybody else to attend that school? No, I would not. And actually, if I could, I would pay for all those kids in that school to go to a private school because that school is just not the best place. But then I can say that about most public high schools in uh, non-wealthy areas. They're just, they just get the worst of the worst. So high school was a lot to handle. And like my main goal was to get as far away from there as possible. So I worked my butt off in high school so that I could go to college somewhere far, far away. Um, And in my mind, far, far away was Texas. So I looked at schools in Texas. I applied to a bunch of schools in Texas, and then that's where I went to college. Um, I could talk forever about high school just because of how big an impact it had on me. in a lot of different ways, um, but I, I'll probably just have a whole podcast where I talk about all the different things about high school or whatever. Um, but so then I, I graduate and I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I've reached the height of my life. Um, and then I get to college and I realized high school was nothing. High school was just people make such a big deal about high school years when it just gets better. Life just gets better after high school. So I I get to college and I have the best freshman year I think anyone could ever had. I not only did I get great grades, I had straight A's, um, but I had the best group of friends and we had the best time always having fun. And I was in the best shape of my life. Um, I could also talk about that, and I probably will in its own, but I was healthy in all ways, um, socially, educationally, um, spiritually, all those things, Um, and then sophomore year hits, and they tell us that sophomore year is hard, but I didn't believe them, Um, and it was really hard for me for different reasons than what they say. They say it's hard because it's the first year that you actually start learning different information. Like freshman year was just a whole repeat of high school. Chemistry, biology, it was just a repeat of everything I learned in high school and middle school and elementary school all in one year. So it was like piece of cake. Um, But sophomore year is supposedly the hardest because that's when you start learning new types of science, new types of literature, new types of whatever it is you're studying. So um, it was when I was taking organic chemistry and um, uh, what's it called? Genetics, like these types of classes that before we kind of had just like brushed over really quickly in high school. 
So I was expecting that to be my, my downfall, but no, it was not my downfall. My downfall was my own stubbornness. Um, I was so determined to get as far away from the from Maryland as I could um, that I didn't even let myself consider the financial obligations of going to school so far away from home. All my siblings went far away from home. It wasn't like a, a normal thing in my family for you to go to school close by to the family. It was actually all my siblings went pretty far away for school. So that was just my normal. Um, and I thought people that wanted to stay home were crazy. Turns out they were kind of a little bit smarter financially, but um, I'm uh, reaping those uh, consequences with my student loan payments every month. So I just was so focused on getting away and getting into a new environment, a new adventure that I didn't think about financial obligations of school um, and uh, because I never really had that much money like myself because I was in school I didn't work in school um, I didn't really understand money like to me a thousand dollars that was a lot of money when you're in college they say oh tuition sixty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars or just they give you these numbers and you don't actually understand them until you start making your student loan payments so um I just got in a lot of student debt and it was weighing on me a lot emotionally and physically and spiritually I actually then got in the worst shape of my life I had gained 30 pounds I no not 30 20 pounds I gained 20 pounds and I was so emotionally exhausted. I was working 20 hours a week while taking 17 credit hours of like hardcore chemistry, biology, Spanish, math. I was taking calculus, like all these intense time-consuming subjects on top of working 20 hours a week, on top of trying to build my resume for medical school because that's what I was wanting to be. I was wanting to be a doctor. So I was just like... 100% in on um, everything that I let go of taking care of my body and my mental health really took a back seat so um, sophomore year just slowly started to decline um, and it got to the point where I was so financially burdened by my expenses of paying rent for the first time and, um, you know, buying my own groceries and making my own car payment, paying for my own gas. Like, it was just like I jumped into this world of financial obligation that I had only experienced at little amounts at a time. So, like, I had done grocery shopping before. I had I had f done some uh, financial stuff, but, like, never all at once. Um so it was really hard, especially on my making seven twenty-five an hour salary of working 20 hours a week. I was not making ends meet. Um, and it got to the point where I was having to decide between buying a book for class or buying groceries. Um, and I always made the logical decision to buy the book and, and skimp out on the groceries. And... Um, I, I just felt like I had to put on this facade that I was fine and I was I was going to be able to do it all on my own. Um, 
but I was a wreck emotionally and I um, was just in a really heavy place. So um, I don't mean to make you sad, but this ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. So don't, don't worry, there's a good ending to this little part of my life. Um, so I'm just at the lowest low I could ever get to. And I'm starving. I'm literally living off of the food pantry on campus because I'm too stubborn to tell my parents I need help or to ask my church for help or to just, I just was too stubborn. Like successful people do it on their own. Biggest misconception. Successful people have huge teams that help them. Anyway, that's a whole other topic in itself. But I just felt like I had to do it by myself. So I was trying um, which just meant I was starving myself, draining myself emotionally, um, and everything followed. My social life followed. Um, I never hung out with my friends. I was always too busy or too tired. Um, and a lot of my friends ended up just like to stop talking to me, stopped inviting me places, um, which was kind of really sad for me because in the time that I needed my friends the most, I was pushing them away. So good job, Lydia. Um, And so I was just at a low, 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 living off of canned food. I eat a lot of canned soup um, my sophomore year. Um, And I just got to the point where I was like, okay, I need help. I need someone to help me because I have a goal to become a doctor and I cannot do it by myself anymore. Um, And so I made the decision. I walked into the financial aid office um, and I just walk in the door and I say, "Um, hi, I was told to speak with so-and-so. And and the the receptionist, she goes and gets the person I was going to talk to. And she comes out and asks me, hey, what's, what's up? And I just start bawling my eyes out ugly crying and she just looks at me like okay come in here and she takes me into this conference room and sits me down and asks me to explain what's going on so I through my tears I explain um just the financial burden that I've been going through with working trying to keep up my grades trying to stay um active in extracurriculars um, but also trying to take care of my mental health, like all those things. And she was so sympathetic and she was super helpful. She ended up giving me a, a gift card to go buy some groceries, which was really kind. Um, and I was so hopeful. I was like, okay, great. She's going to help me get to the resources that I need so that I can finish my degree and I can go to medical school and I don't have to worry about you know, getting more student debt and all that stuff. Um, And then the next week, I get a short and sweet two-sentence email that was along the lines of, um, there's nothing we can do. Uh, We recommend taking out larger student loans. And I just about had it. I was so fed up with everyone telling me that student loans was the answer when I knew they were not debt is useful in certain situations but just the amount of debt that I was racking up was swallowing me whole and eating me from the inside out so I knew more debt was not an option for me anymore so 
I surprisingly was relieved uh, because I, for the first time in my life, I was like, I'm going to take a break from school. And I made this decision all on my own. Some people think I, I dropped out of college because uh, my husband, uh, from my husband's company, but no, I made that decision all on my own because I needed some time to uh, figure life the heck out. So that ended up being the best thing I ever did because shortly after um, I got married and my life improved drastically. I was so less stressed. I was so much happier and I was learning new things for the first time without the pressure of the grade. And that has brought me to where I am today, which is just a little stepping stone in in where I hope to go. But um, now I I work with my husband's companies, um, almost kind of like they're mine, I guess you could say. Um, He technically owns them, but we basically work all the time, which is great. It's so much fun to, one, be your own boss, and two get to have the creative freedom of no restrictions. Like the only restrictions that are put upon us are like legal restrictions, but but like the the possibilities are literally endless. And that's not something you I really could ever comprehend before um before now. Like I always thought, oh yeah, endless possibilities, but now they really are endless. I could do literally anything and that just makes me so excited so currently living in Billings Montana who knows for how much longer but we're living in Billings I'm working in the office um Sam's still driving in the truck uh but slowly transitioning to more of a an office position but right now he's he's on the road most of the time um so that's hard to not see him every day, but um, it's really fun to get to grow a business with him. Um, that has been a, a great health, um, not health, help to our, our marriage. Sometimes we disagree, but you know, all healthy relationships, you disagree. Um, but yeah, so it's been great. Um, and so that's kind of just a summary of how I got to where I am now um and for the rest of the podcast I just want to quickly touch on what my main focuses or or um, values are um I was listening to a podcast um an Ed Milet podcast where he interviewed oh I forgot his name but some famous dude and um he talked about how one of the best things he ever did was he defined his pillars. So his pillars are like things he he won't compromise on or the most important things in his life. Um, and so I've defined my pillars that are super important to me. Um, and I've, I've developed my philosophies about these pillars. Um, and that's kind of a basis of who I am. So I just wanted to share that um, and then kind of have that be the setup for my the rest of my podcasts. Um, I'll probably focus, each one will be focused on an aspect 
of one of my pillars. So I have three like general pillars that kind of break down into different categories, but for the most part, I look at them as these three pillars. Um, all of them are important, but I'm not going to say them in any like specific order because I think they all go together. Um, so the first one is obviously family life. So right now for me, that's being a wife and a like a relative. So a daughter, a daughter-in-law, a sister-in-law, a sister, um, a grandchild, a cousin, like those kinds of things are relative, um, relatives. And I'm pretty good at the wife thing for the most part, but I am trying to do better with building relationships with my extended family and even with my immediate family and even with my in-laws. I'm just kind of, hmm, been a little bit distant just because I work a lot. Um, and let's be honest, it's easier to be distant, but that is a goal of mine is to develop better relationships with family. Um, cause if I've learned anything is that family stays, um, I've had a lot of friendships that I thought were going to be lifelong and I even cultivated them more than I would with my own family. But in the end, when when I made that decision to drop out of college and I changed my life like in a 5,060 degree angle, um, my family were the only ones that, that never said to me like, um, you're crazy or, or that's stupid or Sam's just trying to, to make you do this or something. They were the only ones that really supported that decision that I made. Um, whereas a lot of my friends stopped talking to me or um, disagreed, and so it just led to, to falling out, which, I mean, uh, can't change that. But so family is really important. Um, and then obviously in the future, I'm going to be a mom. So that's another thing that um, I put into that category. And then my second one is um, health and fitness. Health incorporates mental health, spiritual health, and of course your physical health um, and fitness as well in all those three categories. So that's another one of my pillars that is really important to me that I'm always developing my mental, spiritual, and physical health and fitness. So I'm making sure every day I'm taking time to exercise my body, exercise my mind, exercise my, my spirit, um, and always growing in those aspects. Um, and also health is like one of my passions. That's why I wanted to be a doctor because I felt that in the medical field, we don't often focus enough on holistic health and looking at the body as a whole connected to the mental and spiritual, um, our lives have a lot of impact on our bodies, not just our bodies are independent of everything else. So I felt a lot of times doctors would just kind of eh about their patients and especially me and other people that I have personal relationships with have had bad experiences with their doctors um, kind of treating them like patients instead of people. Uh, so I wanted to go into the health field so that I could change people's lives through their health because our health has such a it's important and it's impacted by everything and it impacts everything um 
So that's why I wanted to be a doctor, um, to help people in their health. Uh, and my third pillar is um, discovering potential. I You could define potential as like your success or your work life or or those kinds of things. Um, and this is something that I've been really passionate about since leaving college of just like inside of everybody, like inside of you, there is a potential that you cannot even comprehend. Like I thought that becoming a doctor was my highest potential and I didn't even know about the endless possibilities that would come from breaking that box of what I thought I had to be to giving myself free range to choose who I want to be. Um, and so I've, I just am really passionate that inside of all of us, we have a potential that exceeds what we think we could ever be or even what we could want to be. Um, and so I just, I get so excited when people think that they're, <laughs> that they've reached their potential or, or that they're struggling to figure out who they want to be because I can just feel, like this sounds weird, but like I can feel that they have something so much more to give to themselves, but also to the world um, and to the people in their lives. So I'm very big on discovering your full potential and how your full potential is always, always, always so much bigger than our little minds can comprehend um, in all aspects of like work, your success, your family life, all those things. Um, we have such a great potential. So I'm very passionate about that. And I'll probably talk about that a lot. But those are like my three big pillars, um, health and fitness, family life and discovering potential. And I kind of base my view of life off of those things. Um, and as I get more into this podcast, I'll, I'll do more about each of those individually. Because um, I mean, I can't talk forever. So I think that's a good start to me, the podcast, um, and kind of a good foundation for moving forward. Like, I feel like if I had told this to you, we'd be friends now, you know? So you know what's most important to me, and that's what matters. And then we'll just learn along the way. And I really kind of excited about, about this because I'm, I've always wanted to start a podcast mostly because I want to interview people and I want to um, meet people who have different lives than me and I want to share their stories. I, my dad is a journalist and when I was really little, no one probably knows this. I don't think anyone knows this, but like I wanted to be a writer. Like I, I admire my dad so much about how he can just meet anybody anybody and ask them three questions and then at the end of it he has learned their life story and like has gotten to the core of who they are as a person and then he shares their stories so I was always so inspired by that but for some reason in my mind I thought that that was already taken like he's already so good at it I could never do that and also I, this is a big misconception, but I thought like in order to be successful, I had to be a doctor or a lawyer. So I chose doctor. Um, 
I don't believe that anymore. I think some people should be doctors, but not everybody should be doctors. Um, so I just admire that people can talk and then learn about other people and share their stories. And I would love to be a vessel in which I can share not only my story, but other people's stories. Because I just sometimes feel like I see more value in other people's lives than they they see. Um, and I think it's helpful when other people come in and, and um, show us that our lives are, are important and then show us that what we do is important and interesting. So that's just a side note, a glimpse to the hope of the future one day. But um, for now, my life's like really chaotic. So anyways, I'm not going to talk forever. I'm going to close it off here. Thanks for listening. Um, I imagine it's just going to be me. My parents might listen because they're like great supporters. Um, and maybe my, gran- my grandma, she might. That being said, though, um, I if you do listen, shoot me a text or a message on Facebook or Instagram or something and and uh, let me know your thoughts. Let me let me know um, if you think uh, I embarrassed myself or if you're like, oh, Lydia, this is exciting. I'm excited to see what you do with this. Um, uh, I just want to know who who actually is paying attention to what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so this is just the introduction um and hopefully i can get better at this from from here on out so thanks for listening and uh, i look forward to talking to you again